Do you like supporting artists? Do you like nerdy things like Dungeons and Dragons? Then Co-op Creations SD is the store for you. You can find adorable dragons, menacing mind flayers, and jealous jelly cubes to accompany you on your adventures. Need a way to safely transport your math rocks? Then their homemade dice bags will keep your click-clacks warm. Stop on by their Etsy page soon, as stock is limited. And welcome to Season 2 of Campaigns and Flames. <laughs> oh my god, we're back! Um, so, this season, uh, as you can notice, there are some changes. Unfortunately, uh, or fortunately for them, uh, Matt and Travis uh, have moved, so we have them via remotes. Um, and we've also gained a new player. This is Paige. So, uh, yes, uh, as you can see, we also have a new setup. Um, so, it may change, it may not. Experiment. I don't know if anything looks different things. on I'll be camera. At college again. <laughs> well, it definitely does. <laughs> oh, it? oh, there's I three. Mean, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. So this season we will be doing a Final Fantasy themed D and D. So um, if you guys <laughs> won't mind sticking with us here, uh, we are going to uh, do some homebrew stuff. Um, there's homebrew classes, uh, homebrew monsters. If you like homebrew, you like Final Fantasy, you're gonna love this season. So, uh, stick with us. So, shall we get started? Wait, do we have any announcements? Panic, panic announcements. No. We, uh, welcome to season two. Yeah. Uh, follow us on all of our things. <laughs> so, this world is known as Fandiel. And the country that we will be visiting is known as Alexandria. Within Alexandria, um, there are four city-states. Right now, we are going to be focused on the most central one, we have the capital, Alex. And we open on the fifth sun, the third umbral moon. Um, Layman's turns, by June 5th. The day is just starting out here as the sun crests over the hills of hollowed out uh, volcanic crater where the city of Adalas resides. And from the north, through the north gates, uh, a couple of figures are traveling along the road southward reach out of us, um, and we will start over here with Alicia. No! Why am I first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes? So why don't you introduce us to your new character? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, I wrote, I wrote it down, so I wouldn't nervous forget anything. Like you are right now? Yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> new new character who this. Okay. Do you want me to do like a full introduction, like name and everything? Uh, and like description or Yeah, give us uh, give us your character's name and a physical description. Okay. Okay, cool. I feel like Okay, my character's name <laughs> is Elspeth Moonwish. Um she is a Vera, which is like if you don't know Final Fantasy, it's a bunny person. She's got she's got big bunny ears. Um, 
And she is a, well, she's a, a fledgling summoner. Uh, she's very tall, uh, like six foot seven. That does not include ear height, nor does it make up for the three inch, like, combat stilettos she's got rocking because Avira wear heels. So they walk on the balls on their, on their feet. They walk on her toes. Um, and she is from the forest. You can tell that she's lived a pretty, like, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, reclusive life out in the woods. All of her clothes look kind of handmade. And she's wearing like um, a, tra- a really large traveler shawl that's like loosely tied in the front and it looks hand woven like somebody hand knit this thing for her. Or she did. Who knows? Um, but underneath it, she's got a really long dress that has slits up the side like really high slits up the side and then it's belted with um, just like a woven fabric belt that has a bunch of like decorative pieces hanging from it like feathers and like beads and things like that and then the top is a halter with like a deep V2 and then it's backless and on her back she's got a really large tattoo of a tree um, and she has really long auburn hair that she wears up in a, like, I, I call it like a faux hawk, so it's braided, um, like a French braid, but it's like poofed out, and she's got wisps of hair, like, hanging loose, kind of like it's windswept, like she's been traveling a lot. Um, and then she does have, like, I said, like, heeled boots, but they're very, like, they're not made to look fancy, they're made to look practical, that's just how the, her shoes need to be for her to wear shoes. Um, yeah. Description. I think I got everything. Um, so you joined, um, you joined one of the traveling caravans that has come from beyond the mist as, um, people from your neck of the woods. There are quite a number of, uh, people who escorts people from beyond the mist. Now, our world is filled with a substance known as the mist. It separates countries and it is actually the source of many fiends or uh, monsters within the world. And to travel through it, one must either spend a lot of money or be very lucky. Um, <clears throat> one of those such travelers is Paige. Oh, no. Okay. Why don't you give us a description of your character? I have... A girl named Fenadin, and she is a Drea. She, she's like really short. She's like, uh, I put 4'8, so pretty short. Um, she's got two horns that go like straight up, and then she's got bat wings that are metallic, like a brassy metallic, uh, with a tail that's also brassy metallic. Um, she's got kind of purplish hair. And she's got a bunch of bracelets on, on one of her wrists. And she's also, she's kind of like in like leather, leather clothes, just basic stuff. So. Um, you, having traveled from about two countries away, have mm-hmm. traveled through the mist and spent quite a bit of money uh, that was given to you to travel. Um, and you're down to what you have in your inventory now. Um, which isn't much uh, by standards, but 
the traveling group in this particular country has been uh, very accommodating for you uh, as opposed to the other countries. And um, especially one such very tall Vera uh, who um, kind of has been shying away from you uh, at first and shying away from everybody at first. Um, but you eventually see that she um, draws interest while you guys are traveling to um, to your companion. Uh, if you want to go ahead and describe your companion as well. Alright, um, I have a little flying snake with me, and his name is Dirk. What color is Dirk? I don't know. I would say blue. Blue? He's like a light blue. Okay. With wings. He's flying. Um, so... He hisses. <laughs> so Elspeth, you see, um, this very short, well, you've seen Bria. They're very rare, uh, at least, especially in the woods. Um, and, you know, she immediately draws your notice because of the metallic wings, but... Especially because there seems to be a little little face poking out of her uh, clothes and like moving around and like hissing at anybody that comes near mm-hmm. this little Bria. Um, it's kind of adorable. So you guys have about a day's travel left for Ottawa's. Um I'm imagining that uh, at some point in time, uh, you guys notice each other start to talk a little bit because. Out of this group, uh, you are two out of the three females that are traveling uh, within this group. So um, there is also actually um, an older furball woman that is traveling with you from the forest as well. She has this um, kind of not blue, but like cobalt complexion to her. Um, and she's kind of hunched over um, on a staff. And she has this graying, uh, kind of salt and pepperish hair that's just pulled back with a leather, um, leather tie. And she's kind of been motherly to both of you. Um, you can easily tell, Elspeth, that she's a druid of some sort, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys are probably the closest and in age, uh, but most of the males that are traveling with you are merchants, um, or they're the guard. Mm-hmm. And the guard, um, Elspeth, you would know this, the, uh, the guard is known um, as the tree speakers, and they are the ones that guard the main roads, guard the forest from fiends, especially uh, at the gate through the mist. But you know that they wear um, wooden masks to mask their identity. And they wear this kind of uh, brown uh, leather armor that almost looks like it has been painted to look like tree bark. And when one of them does go off the scout, they disappear. Hmm. That's cool. Besides to give instructions, uh, they don't talk to you at all. It is a very quiet journey besides a couple of the merchants that kind of look down upon both of you as they are very finely dressed and not having any of your peasantry. Big shit. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know that anything's wrong. <laughs> you guys stop for the nights, um, and the purple woman, uh, she is the one basically cooking for you guys, as she is very happy to share. Um, most it's vegetarian. Um, Perfect. The true speakers do offer meat, but she's like, oh, we, we don't need it. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> What's your name? Are you asking her? Excuse me. What's your name? My name is Maya Beth. Could I help you with any cooking? Oh, no, dear. Thank you. I've been doing this for many years, so... Hold on. Okay. Okay. I'll sit back down. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, you and and the Greer are kind of sitting there waiting for your food in silence. That's when you notice the little snake like pop its head out at you and it just like like does a couple of tongue flicks. It looks like I'm staring at you, but I'm actually staring at the snake. But it's like uncomfortable eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just looking, <laughs> and then I just like hold my hand out and I'm like, "Come here, precious. It's okay. Come here." Me? What? <laughs> Are you talking to me? No. Um, why, why would I be talking to you? Who are you talking to? The, the, the creature. Oh, Dirk. Okay. What are you, what are you feeding him? The, does he like figs? Probably. Oh. What does he like? Probably meat. Oh, I don't have that. Can I pet him? <laughs> you can try. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me an animal handling check. Oh, God. First roll. First roll. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. This is setting the tone for the whole campaign. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Oh, God, I rolled a 19 on the die. That's a 22. 22? So you've never seen anybody else that has even been able to come close to Dirk. Dirk's kind of mean, but I guess not. <laughs> he does that, that hiss thing, but, like, you see this mirror girl, like, not even draw back even a little bit. She just like, puts her hand out a little bit further and he does a little tongue flick and then he's like, fine. And he just kind of turns his head and allows you to, like, scritch under his neck. The snakes are always my favorite. Since he's fine with you, so I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He is not that fearful. Now, lions, tigers, you know. Bears. They're scary. I'd love to see them. (gasps) Well, I can show you them. Wait, really? Sure. Well, not right now. Oh, oh probably not right now. Where are we? Um, you guys. <laughs> she says it out loud as she looks around, really confused. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the character. Okay, I like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, you look around, and um, the the tree speakers have stopped you just uh, before the forest ends. You can actually see uh, in the distance the uh, side of the mountain that creates the crater of Adelas, and you see on the crater itself there are watchtowers that have been um, lit, so uh, there are a couple of beacons. I don't think there are bears here. Have you ever played with a bear? Yes! No way. Have you wrestled with a bear? No, why would I wrestle the bears? I have played with the cubs. They're very friendly. The best part is when you pick them up and you suplex them. What? Yes. Why? Why? Slicking to your friend. How else do you make them your friend? My friends let me ride them sometimes, but not suplex them. You don't don't wrestle them? I don't even think I could pick one up. 
Not very strong. I'd give the try. We will have to find a bear in the town. <laughs> oh my god. Do you think there are bears in the town? Oh my god. I don't, I don't know. I have actually no idea. <laughs> bear bar. There's a bear bar. <laughs> Um, uh, so Matt brings, brings you over a couple of bowls of uh, some stew with some some hearty roots and some beans that he's uh, and, and it smells delicious. I mean, for not having meat, then it, it does smell delicious. Okay. Um, but you guys partake and uh, eventually, you know, when you um, start to talk, get to know each other a little bit, uh, whatever you decide to share. Um, but the head tree speaker says it's only going to be about a day, um, until we reach our destination. Why do you have your hand up? Are there bears? In the forest? No, in the town! I do not know. We do not go into the town. No, we'll find out. We'll find out. I'll let you know. Alright. I'm going to wrestle the bear. <laughs> Um, I would like to watch that. <laughs> so, the very next day, you guys rest. Uh, the very next day, um, you travel along, you come out of the forest um, just before the mountain, and you see as the tree speaker, uh, the head tree speaker, like waves up to the guards, and there's a little... I, I literally, as he's waving at them, I'm like, because he's waving, so I'm waving at them too. He's like giving a signal. I don't know doing, that. Like, I'm waving. Like, waving next to him, and he just kind of like turns his head towards you, and you don't see his expression because it's underneath a mask, but you can feel like. Mother always taught me it was nice to be polite. Sure. And he just kind of motions towards the. Um, so there's this giant metal portcullis uh, in the side of the mountain that is being opened for you guys. So. Um, you travel into the portcullis, uh, through the mountain for probably about an hour, uh, but the way is well lit, and there's actually, you see a number of rooms dotted along that might have had provisions, um, places for the soldiers to sleep, uh, you do see in a couple of the open doorways there are, like, uh, stairs leading up into probably the further reaches of the mountain, probably the watchtowers that you saw, um, but yeah, you step out into uh, the sun uh, of the mid-morning, and you finally see the city of Adalas probably less than um, two miles away, and it sits atop this um, uh, this little um, stand, and you see that it is a walled city, but there are buildings outside, and... The city itself, you can almost hear the din of people moving from here, which you two have not been from larger cities before. This is jarring. Uh, this is a metropolis compared to where both of you have come from. And so you see a number of uh, silver spires in the middle of the city that shoot up within, uh, you know, the hundreds of feet, and you see as the sun shines off uh, gold and silver, and you see the wall uh, and guards walking across it, and you can almost hear the people from this distance. I think this might be more people than I've seen in my entire life. Same. 
Okay. I don't know what your plans are in the city, but would you would you mind spending time with me? I don't want to get lost. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Maybe we'll find that bear. <laughs> that. <laughs> so you enter, uh, you, you climb the stairs uh, on the side of the mountain up to the city itself. Um, and this is where I will actually drop the uh, picture in our chat real quick here. Cheers. So you guys can see the city of Ottawa's. You mean in the Facebook chat? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's like, wait, where? When, when it comes, I guess. There, goes. Uh, there we go. Um, so, mm. uh, you guys are coming, uh, the, the guards that have kind of motioned you into the city along the way um, have told you that you're approaching the city from the north way. Um, and you see a number of buildings along this side. Uh, most of them seem to be like stableries or uh, places to trade grain. Are there um, horses? There are horses. I start wandering towards a horse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He wanders off. I'll go with. I'm curious. With? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are a number, number of stables here. You pick the nearest one, um, and you see a couple of them are being groomed and uh, attacked for travel. I just... I, if there are any people with the horse, I don't even look at them. I walk past them and I start petting the horse. Uh, there's a very large uh, Rothgar male that's been grooming like this really big Clydesdale-style horse. Mm-hmm. I don't pay any attention to him as a horse. He looks down and he's like, uh, can I help you? Who are you? I'm the stable hand. Who are you? Oh, um, I'm petting the horse. Well, it's nice to meet you. I'm petting the horse. Oh. Huh. Oh, I think I misunderstood. I'm Elspeth. Alright, nice to meet you, Elspeth, petting the horse. That's... Okay, that's okay. Yeah. And then I just, like, turn away from him and keep petting the horse. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. How strong is your horse? He's a pretty big stud. Uh, He can usually carry a whole, uh, whole cart himself. On his back? That seems very cruel. You should be ashamed of yourself. He just kind of looks up at the horse, and you can see him picturing, <laughs> like, the horse, like, carrying a cart on his back. And he's like, no, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Did you wrestle him to the ground? <laughs> he looks at the horse, and you see him, like, at first, like, look at it, like, why would I run? And then there's this moment of tension between him and the horse, and he's like, I can take him. <laughs> Where are you taking him? Uh, I think he's tapped to go out the, the north gate. Oh. Weren't we with somebody? Weren't we following someone? Is this horse followed by my snake? Oh. No. Okay. He's got. He's already got the, the blinders on, so he doesn't really notice much. He's also has like, a knife bead on his uh, on his mouth. He's much more interested in that. Like He's getting scrooches from Elspeth, but uh, he's way more interested in bead. I drew craft a tiny flower and I hand it to the Rothgar. Oh, uh, thank you. And he like looks like where to set it down, and then he just like puts it in his ear and goes back to brushing the horse. Were we following someone? I was just following you. I saw horse. I like horse. Horse cool. 
Did we have to stay with those people in the carts? <laughs> okay, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know your way around the city? No. Okay. No. Well, let's just walk in a direction then. <laughs> yes, I'll do. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, if you go into the city, the gate's over over that way. Excellent. Yeah. Let's go that way. All right. And then, um, what? Bap the horse on the nose. Bap the horse on the nose. What's, the, what's, what's the, uh, the, like, what's the saying, like, like they did in in 10, where, where the one, like, like, the summoners were like, you know, what's may God be with you, or whatever. What's the saying here? Um, for the church, yeah. Um, they say go with the faith. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I say that to him. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, you guys continue onward, and you get uh to the gate, and the guards stop you and say, "Halt! What's your business in the city?" I'm looking at a bird flying around. Look at it! It's magnificent. She's simple. What? We're looking for bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Do you have bears? No, the circus is still in town. It might be. What's a circus? It's a traveling show with animals and clowns and magic tricks. What's a clown? And you see this guard like kind of shy. <laughs> we were with a group. Um, a car- a caravan? The merchants already went inside. I know. We saw a horse. <laughs> I had to pet it. There are many horses outside <gasps> in the stables. There are. We only saw one. There's plenty more to wrestle. Huh? <laughs> and the car just looks like... <laughs> I'm gonna crack my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just need to get in to the, into the town. Into the city. Into the gate. Right, well... Pay your tithe to the on your way. I have no money. <laughs> What's a tithe? It's a tithe, not a tithe. Like a like a like a like, like an offering for entering the city. Oh. And what are you holding out? I only have gold coins. Well, how much are you holding <laughs> Just out? Just one. Just one. Yeah. Okay. They take it and they um are like the boat. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Of, co- of course. Um, you see that these guards, uh, they're all mostly in plain clothes, but there is, uh, one, like, a little bit further back in the gate, and, um, they are, um, wearing a type of uniform. Uh, they have, like, a small hat cape that goes down their back that is, um, red with a symbol that you recognize, Elspeth, uh, from the Church of the Fate. Uh, it is a, um, circle. With a crystal in the middle. Hmm. Um, so you see that, you immediately recognize him, uh, because, uh, I believe your mother was one. Uh, they are the guardians. I think that man might be able to help us. Sure. Okay. Um, you see them take the coin and they drop it over in an offering box, um, similar to the ones you've seen in the bigger cities. Um, so they, Uncross their uh, spears that they have, and they allow you into the city. Um, are you approaching? Yeah, this gentleman. Okay. Um, he is uh, just a human, uh, but he looks to be like short hair, very short cropped. He's got a little bit of grain going through here, but he has 
Uh, red hair, not unlike somebody who wants to. I just, I'm just staring at him quizzically. He's sitting at, like, standing at, like, a, a small desk, like, with a quill and mm-hmm. um, ink and, and a parchment in front of him, and he's, like, facing a wall, not really like, paying attention. He's, like, counting some tidings that they've gotten already, and, like, he's just sitting there writing and, and like, adding, and, and then he feels your presence more than sees you. And he like turns around and then looks up at you because he's he's only about six foot, uh, and he's like, "May I help you, man?" You have lovely hair. Thank you. That's all. Be on your way, citizen. Compliment her back. I'm a married man. Thank you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you have very nice. Ears, man. Oh, I grew them myself. (laughs) (laughs) What? Right. Is there anything I could actually help you with? Um, I need a summon. That's. Then you just start at the. Where's the church? It's in the center of the city. Where's the center of the city? The. (laughs) leads you out to the gate and he uh, points off to kind of the right uh, and you see this like gothic neolithic uh, structure almost looks like it shines like ivory um, with silver spires and um, you see as he points to this particular building and he's like the main church is there what what's the um the place called Rome? You might you can talk to the dead people. The far plane. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so then she'll she'll be like, "Is the far plane there too?" No, the far plane is in the center of the city, the spire of the dead. I thought the church was in the center of the city. The church is not in the direct center, but it is within the walled area beyond. I I think I'll remember that. Thank you. You're welcome. Be careful. Are there bears? I don't know if the circus is in town. I... What is the circus? What is the circus? Is that the, the... Marcus is the circus! And he looks right to the garden and he's like, you like the circus. <laughs> is it still in town? He's like, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's like the den, the bear den name. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I would go to a pop of circus. <laughs> that, does, that does track. Alright, so right uh, you guys... I, I I walk towards the um, far plane. I think start. I start heading in the direction so you he pointed head straight me. into the center of the city. Sure. <laughs> um, once you get through the gate, the people are thick here. Like you have to squeeze between people to get anywhere. Two C's thick. What's two that? Two C's. Two C's. Two 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 Q's thick. Oh, it's Q's now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Oh. <laughs> Two packs. Two packs. Exactly. <laughs> Two packs and only like half a cup of water. Yeah, no water. <laughs> oh, dry. Uh, but yes, there are a number of races here. Some you haven't seen before. Some that are large. Some that are small. Um, you see um, a number of people like just a mass amount of blending of the races here. Um, all of them loud going about their business. It is 
loud here for you too. Take my ears <laughs> and I like put them down like this and then I hold them to the side of my head. Okay. <laughs> and I just look at you and I look terrified. Every time somebody touches me with their shoulder or whatever, I flap my wings at them. <laughs> <laughs> you make a noise too. Yeah. <laughs> at them too. Um, so yeah, as you guys are traveling. So I'm just walking around holding the tips of my ears. <laughs> just like terrified. As you guys are traveling into the city, um, like I said, people are just bumping into you left and right. Every time somebody bumps into me, I go, I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I'm getting angrier. I hate it. <laughs> um, one such individual, um, this very uh, large masked individual, um, he's got hair on his arm, and he's kind of standing at a stoop, and uh, he has these giant horns that come out back like this, and he has a mask, and he has a number of beads that are uh, like attached to uh, the mask, and a number of painted symbols on his mask that you don't quite recognize, and he, like, bumps into both of you, like, knocking you over, like, not even giving a care in the world, and he just keeps kind of walking. I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm sorry I was in the way. <laughs> um, no, I'm not happy. You're not happy with no. that? Okay. I'm going to go after him. You're going to go after him. Wait, don't leave me. I, I, I'm going to get lost. I'm going to drag you by the arm. Wait, no, but wait. We're going to go that way. All right, so you're <laughs> drug along. And what are you saying to this individual as you're trying to catch up to him? What the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> oh, such violence. <laughs> and he just kind of like, he looks back, but he doesn't look down, and he, like... Just sees me? How big are his horns? You're getting drugged on the ground unless you stand oh, up. Oh, I stand up, He's yeah. got, like, like a pretty big, like, elk rack-style set of horns I'm that are going definitely going to try and yank one down. I, like, stand up and, like, dust myself he's, off while this is like happening six, behind eight, me. almost 6'9", even, like, punched over. I'm gonna grab one. Alright, so. What are you doing? Go ahead and make me an athletics check to uh, oh, try to climb this individual. He's like looking around, but not down. Fennadin? 18. 18? Yeah. So you reach up and your little frame like pulls him down and he's like, what? <laughs> Watch where you're going. Oh, sorry, little ones. The city's so busy. I, I, you just have to kind of go with the flow of traffic. Um, I'm still holding my ears in panic state. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, you look like you you lost something back there. As he points to you, what did I lose? You look down and you see that like there are a number of items uh, that you keep on your person, and they've kind of been scattered along <gasps> the ground. Oh there. no! <laughs> um, you look like back at your backpack, and you see that it is. Open. Like, the bottom part has been opened. What? 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 Oh no! Go ahead and make me an uh, investigation check. Investigation check? Wow. The, the, the tourists where they, they cut 16. open the bottom. 16! 16? <clears throat> yeah, it's a clean blade stroke through this. It's, it's right along the seams of the bottom of the backpack, but it's done by a blade. Let's go pick it up. Before anyone takes it, <laughs> any of the stuff on the ground. I'll go and gather my things. So you start gathering in a panic. There's something missing. What's missing? Horn. What's wrong? My horn's gone. And this giant uh, creature that you guys bumped into comes over and starts like helping you trying to pick things up. My horn's gone. Is that a horn? Yes. 
My summer whore. Oh, and he's like, he immediately uh, makes the um, the like sign for the Church of the Faith, which they take their hands and they do this, and they put it on their chest and they they bow towards you. Yeah. Okay. My horn's gone, <laughs> and I get like heightenedly loud. <laughs> he's like, I, I think I saw a bunch of kids behind you. I thought they were yours. Where'd they go? Did you see it? Uh, and he like points um more towards like the west. I'm going that way. Right. I'll leave you behind. I'm going. I follow you. I'm pissed. Let's go. I'm a slightly agitated. <laughs> All right. So you pick yourself up. Uh, your backpack is now open, and he says, "Wait, I I want to pay you back here. Um, I feel really bad." And he uh immediately like looks around, and he like waves down um a a cart, like a small cart that's being drug along, and uh, there's. It's one of those those very small, like, four-person, like, uh, arts. And this is the first time you hear uh, a very familiar Final Fantasy sound. And you hear a... <gasps> As you see a big blue, or a big uh, yellow uh, bird-like creature. I forget that everything's missing, and I'm like... It's a chocobo. It's a chocobo. I just go up and pet it. Just And he just kind of rustles his neck a little bit. Is this your bird? No, it's the driver's. The oh! Taxi. Oh, you're, you're a... Wait. He points up to... So it's his bird. It's her bird. Her bird. And you see a little Makote uh, woman <clears throat> sitting on uh, the driver's seat of this carriage. And she says... Where are you all going? And he's like, West, that way. She's like, Okay. We're following children. They stole my summoner horn. Uh, he, he like. <laughs> uh, so th- if you haven't noticed, this guy is a gear uh, that is with you, and he like helps you guys up into the carts. And uh, when he gets up into it, it like sinks down a little bit, and the bird like is like <laughs> a little bit. Um, but. Uh, he, as you guys start, like, going along, the cart takes off at a really good pace for a bird pulling you along, not a horse. Um, and he immediately, like, digs into his side satchel and he whips out a thread and a needle. And he's like, can, can I fix your bag? Oh, that would be so kind. And he immediately starts diligently going and stitching this bag. For such a giant man, he's quite dexterous. People here are so friendly. No, not really. I was mad at him, so I just huffed like So you guys take off to the west in the carts. Um, that is where we will skip over to the east. Um, so it's been a few days uh, that you have been on the road, Matt. Uh, if you would like to give us a description of your character. Sure. Uh, my name is Milos Novak. Um, I am a male Horathgar. Um, uh, let me grab the description. Um, I have golden short fur with black and white stripes throughout. Um, I have long, a long, thick gold mane with long head hair and a short, uh, chin beard. Um, I have large protruding horns that kind of sweep back over the top of my head and curve and point up at the end. Um, and I have, my tail is probably sticking out of my robe, 
uh, that I'm wearing. Uh, you can see if someone were behind me, they'd see my tail has just a black tuft uh, at the end, which is unusual because it usually it matches your mane. Uh, but I am also wearing like dark maroon robes um, and I have a large um, quarterstaff that I use as a walking stick. I stand uh, about 6'2 um, when I'm with my walking stick, uh, but I'm definitely like hunched over a bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, you left your village um, going to the capital to um, seek some aid from the capital itself, and you have all the paperwork and everything. Um, the really bad part about traveling through Rubus's desert is that you definitely need a caravan to travel along, and somebody uh, that's going to have enough water for you guys to make it to the capital. Um, so you two are traveling uh, via caravan, um, and you are unfortunately joined uh, along the travel um, by another Hrothgar, Bork. Uh-huh. He seems to be leaving, and he won't really give any clue as to why. Um, he doesn't talk to you, but he shoots you glances every once in a while. He'll speak up to rib you every once in a while, but he won't talk to you in most cases. And he just shoots you dirty glances the entire time. Um, at one of the stops, uh, you guys actually pick up somebody that had been traveling through the desert alone, and you see, uh, this figure approach the caravan and ask directions from the head of the caravan, um, and they offer for them to travel with you. Travis, why don't you go ahead and describe your character? So, I'm Becky Blaze. Um, Becky is... About five foot five, fairly slender build. Um, she has dark um, black hair uh, and this bright green skin. Um, she has horns that protrude out the front of her head and wrap around uh, almost like a, a circlet around her head. Um, and there are these dark onyx. Along with her scaling, uh, you see spattered across her body um, that have these uh, dark uh, black sheen to them. And um, she's wearing um, kind of this uh, bodice uh, that have like black and crimson, crimson notes to it. Uh, and uh, she's walk, uh, wearing a matching skirt and uh, boots to match. Um, and uh, she kind of saunters around um, with, she seems a bit timid um, right now, uh, especially approaching this very large city. Um, and she seems kind of reserved and. Um, Anyone watching might notice that she doesn't quite interact a lot with the other people. So, um, you see this figure, uh, Milos, uh, approach the caravan, and uh, she seems like she's traveled for quite some time. And the caravan is a, you take care of yourself, you know, we have the water kind of, and we take care of any beans that come along kind of caravan. Um, it doesn't seem 
that this particular person had a, a knowledge of maybe the direction to go. That's why they approached the caravan. The caravan did offer for her to join the caravan as well. So you guys are a couple of days out um, from the city yet. So um, there is a bit of traveling together. Um, the caravan itself is full of uh, different personalities, we will say. Um, as there are a number of people selling goods, um, but you see a few people, humanoid looking, um, with goggles that will cover their eyes in the sand, uh, when the sand whips up, um, and you see them carrying very large packs and cases, uh, which they will not put on the, uh, caravans, wagons at all. They keep them fairly close to themselves. Uh, Mylas, you, you know these people. Uh, you know what they're taking into the city, and if they get caught with it, uh, well, you know. Um, but good luck to them, because, you know, that's that any of your business, and they definitely are not talking to anybody else. They are talking in a dialect that seems like common. Um, you know the dialect. You don't know the language. Uh, you know they speak it amongst themselves. Um, but it is not anything that any of you understand. Um, so really the only choice of conversations at this point, um, are Boric, um, these particular people with these cases, which will probably shun you. Not, not shun, but definitely not partaking conversation with you. Uh, or this new arrival. Asked Boric already. Um, or even talk to Boric already, I would approach him and say something like, it's been a long time since I've seen you, uh, thankfully. Um, but why, why leave now? Are you, are you heading to the city to sightsee? It's none of your business. By the time I'm done with it, your family will be ruined. Good to know. Thanks. Mm. Mm. Good talking to you, Boric. Uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, nice talking to you too. Okay. Um, and I, I look over at you. Um, and you are. Who wants to know, tall guy? Uh, Omilos. And I, I hand, hand my giant paw, uh, hand out to you, to shake. You're cute, <sighs> Becky. Becky. Yeah. Nice. Nice to meet you, Becky. And I'm I'm kind of flipping through a black book that I have. I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> what uh, what do you got there? Oh, just some light breathing. Oh, uh, what what's it about? Revenge, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh, okay. Um, that's nice. Um. I think there's going to be a twist at the end. (laughs) 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 The best stories always do. Um, But uh, what what language is that? That doesn't, I don't recognize that. Oh, I didn't at first, but it just kind of called to me, you know? Oh, okay. That's, uh, let me level check. It's not a lot. Um, Celestial, common, orc. Uh, geometric, 
That's it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is very strange writing to you. It's very ominous writing. Um, at least the symbols seem like they're like almost carved into the paper of the book instead of, you know, written freehandedly. Um, they're very sharp, very jagged symbols. Huh. Is that type of language in my studies? Um, pretty uh, unique. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, where'd, where'd you get it? Friend of mine. I was hanging at her place for a while, and I got tired of that little town, so I borrowed this and uh, hit the trail. Huh. That that sounds um nice. What uh what what brings you to to town? Um. You just want to get away from your friend, or...? Oh, no. I hear there's tons of other books out there with even better stuff in it. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's dozens of books. I mean, I, I, I've read, you know, what what type of genres do you like? Oh, you know... Like fantasy, like history? Oh, no. The, the last fantasy I read was my final one. <laughs> I, I, uh... <laughs> I tend to lean towards real life application anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm uh, aspiring to uh, learn more about the universe and what makes it tick and uh, how I can control it. Oh, you mean like like the elements and the, the earth and the nature and, and everything? You know, like how how it all works together and in a manner of speaking. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of geomancy by chance? I, I'm not familiar. Oh, um, well, a, a lot of my clan are uh, geomancers. Um, we use the earth to kind of help us with spells. Oh. Our environment around us. It's quite interesting. We, we helped make an oasis. It was fascinating. I, that is fascinating. Well, I'm more of a mage. So, so that's like your your spell book, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess I'm a black mage. <laughs> why, why, why you gotta add color to it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, is it just because your aesthetic is very dark colors, or? Yeah, it looks good on me. I, I would agree. I mean, but you are you trying to hit on me? No, 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 no. I'm good. <sighs> Uh, so, how much longer to the city? Uh, I think it's a couple days. Um, oh my god. My hair's getting frizzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry that, you know, it's hot. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'd be better if there was, like, I don't know, cloud or two. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I can't make any clouds necessarily, but um, I, I, can, I, I can only make things a little hotter, unfortunately. Sorry. Oh, super. <laughs> I know, I'm sure that's not much help, but... Uh, anyway, um, should we uh, try and talk to the Albed? Or, uh, they probably won't talk back, uh, and Boric over there is definitely not fun to talk to. Um, What's up with Big, Tall, and Brooding? Oh, Boric, um, we've, we've known each other for, for most of our lives. Um, he's, not, he's not a fan of me. I, he just doesn't, uh, him and I just don't get along. Oh, 
we uh, we have different um, ideals, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a dick. Mm -hmm. I think I know what you mean. <sighs> well, and what's with these guys? They all have their little boxes. Um, they are. You know that you know some stuff is like not allowed in the city, right? Let's pretend I don't. Okay. Well, there are things that are not allowed in the city. Um, I'm not going to say what they are specifically because I don't want them to hear me. Um, but it's like technology, um, that type of stuff, you know? Like a fishing rod or? No, think like bigger. Um, and I, I'll like make sure I'm without an earshot and try and whisper. Uh, but I'll say it out loud, obviously, so you can hear. Machina. Is that, does that sound familiar? Yeah, Machina. No, 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 this is quiet. Machina. Yes, quiet. We don't All of the Albed look at you guys like. God damn it. I... Yeah, we had, we had Machina all over back home. Maybe don't say that word. Uh, it's, it's very uh, dangerous. Um, you know, not being allowed in the city and all. Yeah, right, totally. So, okay, that's probably what they have. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe don't snitch them out. Um, <laughs> Bitch, I'm no snitch. Oh, that's good. I, I appreciate, you know, being able to keep a secret. Um, I, I have a, a friend of mine who works works with Machina, and um, I don't know much about it. It's, like, foreign to me, but he's really good at it. Uh, but he he's kind of showed me a couple things and how dangerous they can be. Cool. So... You guys, you guys talk for a couple of days. We'll we'll keep moving this scenario here. You you have time to talk. Well, it seems like he talks for several days. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you guys eventually, uh, on the second day, um, reach the side of the mountain. Um, maybe not for you, Miles. I mean, it is impressive, but you like the oasis back home. Um, but, Becky, this is definitely the first time that you've seen a city of this size. Um, once you guys get through the mountain itself, you see the same things. Uh, a couple of watchtowers, the Iron Protocolus. Um, you see a number of guards as well, and they um, walk you the rest of the way to the city um, and greet you to the Sun Gates. There is a number of buildings uh, outside of the wall on this side. Uh, once you make your way uh, upwards, this side seems to be uh, mostly farm area. There are uh, a number of smaller houses, a um, number of farms. You, when you approached, you saw that most of the earth uh, up to this place was being tilled or being grown with something. A uh, number of farmers out there, um, but you reached the gates. Um, the guards do stop you and, uh, ask you what your business is in the city. Um, well, um, my friend and I, uh, come to ask for aid, uh, from, I'm guessing the faith are in charge. So the, uh, order of the faith? Probably, right? from, probably from the church. Yes. Uh, we come to ask for aid. Um, because there are some issues back home, and we would uh, like some help. 
If you have any work to do with the church, let's see your paperwork. Oh, oh, and then, like, as soon as he's talking, I start digging out the paperwork and uh, hand it to him. I'm sure it's um, covered in dust and sand, and uh, it's definitely not clean. Uh, but here you go. Yeah, there's a number of scrolls. Um, one wrapped within another one. One, uh, the one on the inside is sealed with um, sealed with the royal crest. Um, and the one around the outside is for instructions for guards that may need to know information. So it's just lightly wrapped in a ribbon. Uh, and they undo it and they read it and they say, "Oh, very sorry." And they uh, like uncross their spears and. Uh, you see them taking tithes from the other members uh, of your caravan, not from the two of you. And they say, "They say, uh, welcome to the city. Please uh, enjoy your stay." And I give them like a, a slight nod as I walk past them. Thanks, handsome. <laughs> um, so you walk into the city, um, and this is the first time again, Becky. This hits you. There is a number of people here, like a throng of uh, diversity here on this side of town. Um, this side of town is uh, a little more uh, what we might say like the um, shop side. So you guys are seeing a number of shops and taverns and um, uh, a number of places to purchase things, goods, uh, market stalls, that kind of thing. Um, and you see uh, that there is uh, a larger gather gathering area um, where there sits a fountain. Most of the stalls are there. Um, and you kind of approach it just to kind of get your bearings within the city because this is the first time that you both have been here. Um, and then suddenly, Milos, you feel this, this like, Shoulder in your back. Uh, go ahead and make me an athletics check. I'm making out my d20. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, 18 plus, is that athletics? Uh, three, it's 21. 21? So you don't fall over, but you get this giant shove in your back and you lose everything that is on your person and you see, uh, as you kind of look back, like, who the hell, uh, you see as Bork is going past you, and he says, good luck, runt. <gasps> and I curse under my breath uh, in Leonin, which I don't know why I don't know that language, but uh, I'm not sure. Sure. But Shoot, no, Leonin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, anyway, so I curse under my breath in Leonin um, and say something like, uh, I fucking hate the day we met. Uh, and just start like scrambling, grabbing my uh, quarter staff and my bag, and just start putting all the papers back and my belongings. Uh, like keeping my eye out around me, kind of like making sure that no one's like trying to steal anything or uh, like making making sure I'm not being watched or anything by anybody around. Um, so you're going to pick everything up, and um, there is this stranger that approaches you, and he says, in Leonin to you, he says, well, that wasn't very nice of him, as he kind of leans over and starts to uh, help you pick things up and, and put things in your bag. Do I recognize this person? No, 
Mostly because he's wearing a half mask. Um, he is in this dark red uh, cloak with a kind of a gold trim and accents of blue kind of woven into different areas of it. Um, his mask kind of comes to a point at his nose, um, and the mask itself uh, is white with like black trimmings, and he has his hood up as he is helping you put things in your uh, is he like a humanoid? Like what? He's definitely a humanoid. Uh, you see from the bottom of his face that you know he definitely is more humanoid than anything. Uh, he has this um, very short cropped uh, kind of blonde, but going into white uh, kind of short cropped beard. Uh, as I'm like putting my things away and taking the things he's handing me, I uh, stand up and look at him. Do have we met? Uh, Thank you. I wasn't expecting uh, such hospitality uh, in the city. Um, what, what's your name? Uh, the last thing that the two of you, while you're while you're speaking, the last thing that the two of you, uh, well, you go to reach for, but he actually uh, reaches it first is the scroll with the uh, the seal on it. Um, oh, okay. And he kind of turns and looks at it a little bit, and he says, "Oh, I've traveled quite a bit in my time." Uh, Getting on in my ears, but I've definitely been to the Oasis. Ha, do you, have we met? Um, I've not met you, but I've met your aunt. Oh, everyone's met my aunt. What is that? Oh, everybody's met her. <laughs> She's, mm, I, I'm sure you have, uh, she is a very important woman. Um, but what, how did you, how did you know who I was? I don't, I'm sorry, I haven't met your acquaintance yet, um, but I had only assumed since you were carrying the sigil that she would only entrust it to family. That's, that's fair. Um, and I dust myself up and, and try and, like, take the paper back from him? He's about to hand it to you. Uh, oh, okay. when Yeah, he's about to hand it to you when uh, both of you see um, uh, a number of people, like, suddenly, like, running, and uh, you see a bunch of, uh, like, small children, uh, like, rush past you, and, like, one of them snatches the scroll from his hand, and he's, like, looks all of a sudden, and he's like, hey, kids. Uh, what? Stop them! And, uh, you see as this cart, uh, comes barreling down the streets, um, and it is a, uh, chocobo pole cart, uh, and the two of you see, uh, three people in the back of it, um, one very large Gareth male who, um, Milo's, you'd definitely be, uh, familiar with the Gareth folk. Um, Becky, you see a familiar... Race in the back of the car. Uh, not too thrilled to see this this person uh, or disdain, what have you. Um, but you also see another figure, and like the giant Garrett male is like after them, and like the crowd is trying to park for the chocobo, but like the crowd is thick here, so you guys actually get. Slowed down a little bit here in front uh, of this shop. Is it like open? The carriage? What's that? Yeah, it's an open carriage. I like halfway hang out and 
fucking get the fuck out of here. I'm still holding my ears down, looking fearful. I probably make eye contact with one of them with help me eyes. <laughs> and that is, we'll stop there for a second. Um, so, um, it's been a pretty slow day at the forge. Um, not too much excitement. Um, but you hear that the hammer has stopped, and all of a sudden, your father comes in, and he says, we've got maybe one of the most important orders that we've ever received, and want you to take it to them personally. Eric, go ahead and describe okay. your character. Okay. Um, we're doing names? Yep. Um, so, my name is Asher Martell. Um, I wrote about what he looks like. I don't remember what he looks like. <laughs> so, I will read what he looks like. Yeah, that works. I can find where I put where he looks like. <laughs> um, so, Asher is tall boy. Uh, he is 6'4", uh, much taller than his uh, father, who is only like 5'6". Um, he's a... Oh, he's a person that has arms. Uh, let's see here. Uh, as he's a large, bulky boy uh, with tall, lean muscles throughout his body. Heavy lifting and manual tasks uh, that he performed growing up really sculpted his body. Uh, his face uh, it looks to be sculpted by out of stone by a talented artist. His features are delicate for a man with high cheekbones, a slightly upturned nose, um, and full symmetrical lips. Um, that always seem to be pursed. Uh, his deep brown eyes are dark and wide, uh, with eyelashes that lay upon his cheeks. Uh, his jaw is square and prominent, um, that is covered in a slight, uh, like, beard peach fuzz, because he's only 18. He sounds like a Disney prince. He's beautiful. Okay, good. I legit looked up, what is handsome? And then wrote down, because <laughs> he's very handsome. Um, also looked in a mirror. No, I'm not. Um, and so yes, uh, like slight, uh, like kind of just slight beard. Um, his skin is a little bit darker than his father's, who's like pretty white, but it's his is like slightly darker. Um, his hair, um, is curly and wavy, uh, covers his head. It's like ash white. It's like almost silver. Um, and is wearing a hat and he kind of is always like fussing with his hat and pulling his hat down. And like his, it's like Justin Bieber, like his hair is always in his face and he's always like pushing it down and pulling his hat back on. Um, his eyes are dark. Just hot boy brown things. With, huh? Just hot boy things. Yeah, hot boy, yeah, just hot boy summer. <laughs> um, his eyes are dark brown with flicks of honey. Boo, boo, boo. There's things you don't need to know yet. Um, he, uh, is working in the forge with his father. So when he's working there, he's usually just wearing like a leather apron. And, like, sometimes a loose tunic, depending on the heat. If not, he's just, like, full-on, like, muscle man. Yes. Um, and then, like, we'll have, like, goggles on his head. Um, on his left arm, on his forearm, you would see a large tattoo. And it's uh, a long sword. And then the hilt of the sword is a tree. Um, and I have a picture of that, so I'll send you that, guys. And then on his, like, upper right arm is a actual brand. And if you look closely, it's the shape of, like, an anvil. And it looks like someone has, like, recently branded him. Uh, and that is Asher Martel. Um, so, um, 
your father comes in and he goes under the counter and takes out, you know, some keys that he has on him and he uh, unlocks this, this trunk where he keeps probably the most special weapons uh, that he makes. Um, and you see him open the trunk uh, and he takes out this um, long sword um, and not seen this long sword before. So you wonder when he might have made it. Um, but at that point, you also see that the long sword has what we in this particular world will call um, materia slots, uh, which materia in this world uh, actually constitutes uh, for armor enchantments, weapon enchantments, that kind of thing. So uh, instead of the weapon being enchanted, uh, a number of slots that can uh, hold the materia are put onto a weapon, and enchantments can be swapped in and out by experts. Um, in the material field. And people who can make materia uh, are pretty rare. Um, and materia is hard and expensive uh, to come by. So when he pulls this out and you see the sword, he kind of pulls the cloth off slowly and there's a layer of dust on it. Um, the blade looks like he might have made it with um, some kind of cobalt material because it is a blue blade uh, and it has a number of runes etched in on it, uh, etched in on it um, that are what language do you do, um, do, you do I or you? <laughs> um, I think I chose uh, Elvish and Sylvan. Yes, so um, they are in Sylvan. Okay. Um, and um, the blade itself uh, is called the Wind. And you see that the two slots that are at the base of the blade uh, have material in them. Fuck. There's two slots in that fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know this is a special weapon because you know who made this material. This material has been around for a long time since you were a child. Okay. Who do I, like, who I think made it? Mm-hmm. You know who made this material. Okay. Like recently, but like not like not recently, but like within my lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he kind of looks <clears throat> up at you with like, this man is is stoic. Uh, obviously, like any smith, but when he sees when he finally pulls the the cloth uh, back far enough to see the material. You see him about to well up and cry, and he immediately wraps the blade back up again uh, in this fine satin uh, and, and ties it up. Um, is he just holding it? Yep, he is holding it out to you, and he says, This is to be delivered to the church. There is, uh, this is for the Grand Mason. He has specifically requested it. Um, you'd probably look at him and say, Why have we. Giving this to him now. Why? Why is he requesting it? <clears throat> and again, it looks like he's about to well up, and he says, "It was an agreement between your mother and him." I didn't even know she knew him. I didn't even. But there was a scroll that came just today with orders, and he—you're just going to give him something that she made, just like that. We don't have many pieces of her left. 
you're giving this sword away that you kept secret from me? He, like, puts a hand up and he, like, very shakily, like, reaches into his apron and he hands you, um, a small rolled up piece of parchment. Okay. And it's tied with a, um, small piece of blue ribbon. And it says, go on. Open it and read it. Uh, it's a familiar hand script. Uh-huh. It's definitely your mother's. Okay. Um, and she says in this particular letter, I know that it is hard to accept me being gone, but this is the road that you must follow to follow me. And that is it. And it's signed with your mother's name. How long have you had this? But why are you telling me this now? He says, I have not read the letter. I was... Oh, you were just giving it today. Huh? Okay. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I it came with the orders. And he shows you the other scroll. Okay. Um, and it has the official seal of the church on it. It is New Bellum. It has the official seal on it, the official ribbon, everything. Um, and it has your mother's signature in the brain, it's your signature at the bottom uh, as an agreement for this particular lady. And he says, I I knew about the blade, but I kept it because it was part of her. But she has a plan for it, I say, mm-hmm. to the Grand Maester and her. And we're just going to give this up? I mean, it was her will. I guess I'll do it for her. Good. And he, like, wipes his face, but, like, he's got soot on his arms yeah. and everything, so he's basically just wiping black smears over his face. Uh, and he kind of, he hands you the blade and then pats you on the shoulder, uh, that firm hand with, um, and he has dragon skin gloves, like, uh, on his hands, and he, like, pats you pretty hard on the shoulder, and he says, now, take it straight away there and find out what all this nonsense is about. Come right back. Okay, I'll be quick. Um, so he hands you the blade. Um, you step outside. There's some kind of commotion going on, like, in front of the shop. And, like, there is, like, a number of, like, small children trying to move about uh, the people that you see. Obviously, you're pretty familiar with uh, thieves in the city. Yeah. You're familiar with it. You know how to avoid them. Um, but you see... Um, this large crocker in the middle of the city and uh, this male um, in, in some kind of cloak with a hood over and uh, this green-skinned horned individual standing there, like, trying to move through and, like, chase the kids. And then there's also a carp with a chocobo going pole trying to chase it as well. And they're, like, in front of your store, like, causing this, this giant commotion. <sighs> Kids these days. <laughs> um, we're going to skip over to another individual who is in this neck of the woods. Um, bad time to be in the town to town area. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're here causing chaos. <laughs> so, you were uh, perusing some textbooks uh, on some potions and uh, other alchemical regions, where to find them, that sort of thing. There's really only one store that's uh, got the the materials that you need. Um, And it's in a part of this town that 
you know, you only visit if you were making house calls, not the sort of thing that you would normally do. Um, but you are there uh, searching for a couple of books, uh, and you know the patrons well enough uh, that they generally know what you're after, and they point you in the right direction. Um, you pick out a couple of the books there and make your way to the counter. Um, and why don't you go ahead and describe your character? Okay. Uh, so my character is actually a well-known by the name of Marquise. He is sort of famous, not by choice necessarily. You might have seen flyers around the city or even heard his name uh, from many other towns. Uh, he is dressed head to toe in leathers. You can't see a single bit of skin on him. Uh, he does have a cloak with a hood, and his most distinguishing feature is he's actually wearing a uh, plague mask. All of the leathers that he's wearing dark browns. They look as if they're very well worn, but not damaged or necessarily uh, needing to be replaced. So. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so, you uh, step into um, into the city uh, streets at this time, and right in front of you is this commotion that I have previously described as you see a number of children like being chased by uh, a few individuals in the street, uh, but also a couple in turbo drawing carts, uh, and they are causing quite a commotion in the in the city squares. Just another day in the city, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Campaigns of the Plains channel. Catch new material every Friday on YouTube, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Now, on with the show. Um, what are the two of yours, uh, passive perception? Oh, mine shit. Fourteen. Fourteen? Not that good. Um, so you see, uh, as a number of, uh, these children, uh, are making their way through, they have most of your attention, especially yours as you're just like, there's, you know, shit going on. Um, but then... What what is your passive perception? That's like eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Um, so you feel a small bump, and you know that's not good. Um, as you see a bunch of them run in front of you, as you're trying to like cling to this blade uh, to keep it safe here, um, you see one try to try to snatch a, a pocket off of you, um, but don't quite uh, manage to get it as you kind of step back uh, into the throng of people, but you get kind of carried up and pushed along uh, with the crowd as part of this. So you're now kind of getting pushed along like towards the three people uh, and the cart that's, that's coming after them as they're all like, Stop those kids! I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you're being forced into a, a situation. You also see the cart uh, as this uh, very tiny, very angry degree uh, of female is standing up in the cart being like, Get the fuck back here! <laughs> going to have a case by the end of the day. <laughs> I, uh, you see me, I make eye contact with you probably, and I'm like, with my holding my ears, I look terrified. And I'm like, like, it's, it's almost like a pleading, like, help me. 
<laughs> kind of look to anyone who, who she can make eye contact with. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm also angry excited. You're angry excited. <laughs> Got an angry boner. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I'm just along for the ride in a panic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, anybody want to do anything? These kids are out in front of you, um, probably uh, by about 15, 20 feet. We're not moving anywhere? I don't know. Your car just come to a stop. I, uh, I, I think back to something I read recently, and, um, I, uh, so I am going to cast Dancing Lights, and, um, my Dancing Lights appear as, like, little balls of fire just circling. And, uh, so they're circling above my hand. And, um, one of the things you can do with dancing lights is make it into vaguely the shape of a humanoid, uh, of medium size. So I'm going to send the lights ahead of the children and form this flaming man in the middle of the road to try and scare them to stop. Uh, go ahead and roll me an intimidation check. Oof. Uh, that's an 11. Eleven. The children. Um. So they stop for a second, and they're like, "Holy shit, there's a fireman!" But no, then they just like <laughs> they're like getting pushed along, and they're like uh, by their others, and they're like, "Just keep going, just keep going." Damn it. We'll we'll say that you gained about five feet because they did stop for a second. Can I fling myself out of court? Yeah, I'm I mean, going flying. I'm going to go charge at them. Oh, you're actually flying? Wait, yes. my All friend, right. wait, don't leave me! <laughs> so you jump, you jump out of the cart and you start flying towards them. Um, they uh, kind of look out from underneath their hoods and see you flying, and you see uh, now as they like their eyes become really wide as the, like you're <laughs> flying over top of them. Um, what is your movement? You're, you're like 40, 40 feet? Yeah, you, you easily get in front of them, but there are, are probably about eight children that are kind of cloaked and, and similarly running. Are they Naruto running? Um, no. That's too bad. I want to charge into one of them. You charge into one of them? Yeah, me. Oh, <laughs> right. so you're just going to try to, like, are you trying to grab them or are you trying to just, like, shoulder check them? I want to shoulder check them. You're going to shoulder check them? Uh, go ahead and make me an unarmed strike. Oh, God. Like, to hit? Yes. Yep. Oh, no. Or is that, like, it's not. It's, like, four on the die. So four on the die? Plus plus what? I don't know. What I need right? Uh, so it's, uh, an unarmed attack. So you're unarmed yeah. attack. You're not proficient, right, in unarmed attack? Um, everyone is proficient in unarmed attack. Are they? So you're proficient yep. plus your strength. Eight. Eight? This is a kid. <laughs> You're an adult. You definitely check the first kid, and he just, like, flies up off his feet and goes sprawling on his ass. And he, like, hits the concrete, and there's a little bit of a thud, and he just, like... I'm gonna kill a kid. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, Marquise, you see this is, uh, this gorilla, like, flies in front of this kid and, like, knocks him down. He is unconscious and might quite possibly be bleeding. Do I see the kid that has my horn? Go ahead and make me a perception check. You know, these kids are probably bigger than me. Natural 20! Oh, shit. Um, so... <laughs> so that's a 25. 25? Jesus. 
there are probably, I, I will not say that you identify the one that's carrying, because none of them are carrying anything. They've probably stowed it away. Mm-hmm. But you catch uh, a number of glimpses of something, uh, because your father's horn was red. Uh, you catch a number of glimpses of red things underneath two of their cloaks. So you, you singled out two of the kids. Um, I would like to catch up with the child. Okay, so you jump out of the cart. What's your movement? 30. 30? Yeah, you manage to Can catch I just, up with like, one of the back ones. grab one by the back of the scruff? So you're trying to do a, a, a grapple? Yeah. Alright, so it's contested. Uh, we'll do contested athletics. Okay. It's not going to be stronger than a child. Um, it's a ten. Uh, yeah, that definitely beats an eight, so... Just grab uh, them? You grab them on the back of the, the, their tattered, uh, cloak there, and, like, pick them up off the ground a little bit. And I take whatever's in there out. Uh, roll me a d20. We'll say if it's, uh, below ten, it's not the right kid. It's, it's a nine. It's a nine? So you pull, you reach in for, uh, something red... And you actually pull out, like, this, um, this, uh, parchment roll, and it has, like, this red ribbon coming out of it, and a red seal. Hmm. Stealing isn't nice. It's very impolite. And he's, like, trying to kick at you, and he's like, let me go! Which one of you has my horn? I don't know anything about any horn! Which was, what was the other kid that had the horn? You see him, like, running off in the distance. Just set this kid down, back down, and I pat him on the head. And he, like, I takes off. Go out. I put the scroll in my pocket, and then I take off after the other kid. All right. Uh, <laughs> anybody else doing anything? Uh, I I at least tried to like scoop the kid that got <laughs> fucking wrecked <laughs> <laughs> uh, onto the cart that somehow I ended up in. You're not in the car. You're just you're you're in the throng of people that are like ah, closing okay. in now. And well, if I'm close enough to it, I'll at least toss him into the cart because oh. that's probably easier. Okay, so you uh, you go over to this very female who's like standing over this child, like yeah, get some, and you like <laughs> pick up the child, and like this this masked man comes over and like picks up the child and like starts like taking off towards your guys' cart with him. Ma'am, could you please not kill anyone else in my city? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so we'll the next kid that's next. Like, if there's another kid next to me, we'll give it. We'll give it a second. Okay. Uh, anybody else doing um, anything? Matt and Oh, uh, yeah. Um, good. Uh, so what I was gonna do is, uh, in this at the same time that um, uh, Elspeth, El- Elspeth, uh, Elspeth. It sounds like El El Elspeth. You can call me Ellie. <laughs> Ellie, okay. Oh, I will write that down. Uh, as Ellie was doing her thing, I wanted to do um, a, a minor illusion and project my voice um, like in front of them. Um, so I wanted to do like a like super loud lion roar um, to try and scare them, like away from from where they're running and back towards us uh just to like scare the shit out of them um seeing as how what what happened uh with the Greer girl like checking this one they're already a little afraid of what you guys might do so go ahead and uh as you project this uh this booming lions or voice go ahead and give me uh, an intimidation check with advantage oh 
I will get another D20 out. Ooh, look at you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't roll very well, but it's still plus five. Uh, so that is 12. 12? Um, so yeah. a couple of them do scare back towards you, but there are probably like three that are still booking past um, the Korea girl. Would these be considered hostile creatures? Would you consider them hostile creatures? I mean, they haven't done anything to me, and I mean, I don't know if they saw me cast the fireman earlier, so, I mean, they, I could just be another person in the crowd, but... I mean, they are definitely not attacking anybody, so they're they're not giving off hostile... Okay. Um, I want to cast friends on the uh, last kid that is running away. Um, is that a touch level? Uh range of self, so I cast it on myself, but I pick a person to affect with oh, it. Oh, okay. So, for the duration, you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you. When the spell ends, the creature realizes that you use magic to influence, influence its mood and becomes hostile towards you. A creature prone to violence might attack you. Another creature might seek retribution in other ways by your discretion. So, what I want to do is cast friends on the last kid and yell, Hey, kid, grab your friend and stop. Uh, so go ahead and roll me a charisma check then. Okay. You have advantage. Yep. Um, probably persuasion, or what do you think? Um, or is it just straight? Because just says I have charisma a, checks. Yeah, I have advantage on charisma checks. So. So, yeah, go ahead and roll me a persuasion. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, that is going to be a 23. 23? Uh, so, the kid does stop, but mm-hmm. he looks at his friend and he kind of wonders why he would do that, because they're, maybe they're not friends. You don't know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. But he's looking around like like he wants to bolt, like a deer in headlights, so... Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, am I able to, like, run up to the head of the pack, and I want to, like, uh, like, leg sweep one of the kids? Like, just, like, knock them over? Um, go ahead and make me a perception check real quick, just as oh. part of uh, Elspeth's previous actions. What did you do? I sat a kid back down and tapped him on the head. Okay, After I took this thing. There's something else that you did. That'd be a 20. 20? Yeah. Um, so you see a very familiar piece of parchment with, um, sorry, I said red earlier, but I meant blue, uh, blue ribbon, like, around it as she, like, like looks at it, like, holds it up for a second, like, yeah. looks at it, and, like, puts it in her pouch. Oh, that's this, my thing? Yeah, it's the oh. one that your, your mom had uh, oh. left you, so... Um, you know this woman has it, um, so I don't know if that affects your, your choice of action this turn. Um, I still feel like I'm annoyed by these children running through my shop. Like, sure. So. Join me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to run up and, like, leg sweep one. Okay. Just so they, like, oh, yeah. fall over. Okay, just so. Just, like, trip them. 
Alright, um, go ahead and make me, uh, an arm arm strike. Man, our first fight against kids. <laughs> I'm not, I have not fought a child. Uh, it would I was only be very friendly. Eight. That's the, the children. Oh, okay. Kids. So, Good. yeah, I mean, you sweep this kid's leg out, and, uh, Marcus, you see as another kid gets, like, smacked onto the ground. Oh, what's, what's the damage? Oh, what's damage. Good yeah. Damage. Uh, I think it was five? Five? Uh, like, five. Yeah, this this kid's uh, I kill the kid. This kid's uh, kid like smacks on the ground too, and you see another kid go down, Marquis. <laughs> We're winning. There's, uh, there's only about two kids uh, now running, like like I'm walking towards one of them. They're running. I'm running towards one of them. Okay. What what are you doing, where he says you set this this one? Oh in, my uh, god! In the I guess I'll grab the other one. I want to actually check both of them to make sure that they're alive, or if I need to, maybe try and intervene. We'll do it as a single uh, medicine check. So go ahead and, and roll medicine for me. Uh, fifteen. Oh yeah. Um, they're still breathing, but you get the feeling like if they don't get some kind of medical attention soon, that they could probably have some brain damage. <sighs> okay. Uh, this isn't something that I could just, like... Uh, you can probably stabilize them with that, that same medical check. Could I? Yeah, yeah I, I'll at least stabilize them. Alright. Yeah, easy enough for you, um... You're definitely trained in the arts to, to stabilize them as you... I, I guess I didn't explain this earlier. The reason why Marquise is famous is he's actually a well-known investigator, particularly in deaths. Well, there's not much investigation required here. Well... I did it. Yeah, it definitely would have been easy for me. <laughs> um, so... Um, you say that you are running up to uh, the other kid the with the red with the red flash okay. that you said. Uh, so what are you doing with this? Kid? I'll try to grab this kid too. Okay, so contested athletics. Okay. Oh, it's an eighteen on the die. Twenty-one. Um, so this kid rolled a nineteen on the die and got a twenty-two. <gasps> he squirms out of your grip and go ahead and make me a perception check. Um, so this kid that you're pretty sure had, uh, the horn, um, he also has a couple of other items on him as well. Um, he has, uh, one scroll that is sealed with a wax seal, um, and looks very, very royal. Um, and you also see that, uh, he has, um, a small blue. Oh, would you have seen one of these before? Go ahead and make me a history check, real quick. Natural twenty. Oh, so twenty-one. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you've not seen them often, uh, but you have seen people that have come to um, your small temple that have had them. Um, he has a small blue materia. Hmm. In, uh, his, in his pockets. Bonus action. Okay. I see a rock on the ground, and I, like, stop running, and I pick it up, because I'm like, oh, this is a nice rock. Oh, no. And I use magic stone and flick it at him. 
Attempt to try to hide into the crowd here. With a natural 20. For a total of 23. So. Did I get a good look at what that kid looked like? Um. Go ahead and. What's your passive perception? 15. Oh, yeah. Um. So. He. Um. This is a race that you have not seen before. Um, this child, uh, is a Nizumi youth, so he is ratful. Where'd he go? Yeah, he just seems to have completely disappeared into the crowd. There's another child that is running off in the distance, though. I'm going after the barber kid, I say fuck them all. <laughs> okay! There's still one more, yeah, go ahead! Are you, are you still flying? You're, you're flying? I don't think, no. Okay, run. To him, like charge at him again. Oh, yeah. Check? Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and make me an unarmed check again. Or an unarmed strike again. <laughs> 19. <laughs> oh, my God. He's running away, and you manage to, like, run right behind him and, like, shoulder check him <laughs> like a freaking hockey pro. What is your What is your damage? So it should be your strength plus your um, proficiency, I believe. That's four. So, yeah, it's. Enough to knock him down, but not enough to make him unconscious. Um, so he is, like, on the ground, like, looking back at you, like, you hurt me? Oh, I'm hissing at him. Fenadin? Dirt, like, hisses at him, too. <laughs> I don't think that killing children is appropriate. He's still alive. Oh. Well, well, he's <laughs> all of a sudden, you guys all hear from around you. Hear this like shrill whistling sound, and you see a number of uh, people in armor like start to encircle you. Perfect! I was just getting ready to suggest we call a guard. Uh, <laughs> this isn't just the guard. Oh. Uh, you look at the cloaks uh, or the capes that are hanging off of most of them, the symbols on painted on their armor. These are the guardians. This is the elite oh. force. I walk up to one boldly. And they, like, all level their spears on their shields at you guys. Hello. It's a pleasure. Halt. Lay down your weapons. I don't have... I have a book. And, like, they're all, like, circled around all of you guys at this point in time, telling you to lay down your weapons. I'd like to file a report for stolen items. The uh, the Hrothgar male that was with you finally uh, finally had caught up, but now he's encircled, too, and he's just like... I look around at everyone holding their hands up, and I go, "Except oh. for me." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not phased. I don't know what's going on. I, I I feel like they've come to help me. Yeah, no, they're pointing their spears at you. I mean, it's fine. I am not offended. Hey, boys, not on the first date. <laughs> um, and you see now, um, as uh, accompanied along with. Uh, 
many of the uh, guardians of the city. Uh, there are a couple of clergy with them, too. One of them is a summoner. Um, she is um, probably about 5'8". Um, she has this long white hair that's pulled back into kind of a tight braid, military style. Um, she's wearing this circlet with a moonstone in the middle of it. Um, and you see as she, like, takes two fingers and she whistles. And you see now as the ground underneath you, uh, in between all of you, like, slowly starts to kind of roil in one kind of five-foot circle. And it starts to roil up. And then you see this figure, like, this small... Well, not small, but um, you see this figure, like, pull itself up out of the ground. And this is the first time some of you have seen a summon Aegon. I know what it is, right? You do know what it is. Is it Titan? It is Titan. Oh, I get very excited, and I go, oh, Titan. Oh, he's one of my favorites. And she looks at all of you and says, you're all under arrest for questioning. For what? Wait, I'm confused. We were stolen from. And she says, we have questions for you all. I'll, uh, flag her down. Ma'am, I've got two over here. If you can send a constable to, uh, take them into the infirmary. And she, like, motions to one of the other clergy that is with them. Um, you see this particular one is wearing a completely white robe with these red triangles on them. Um, just along the borders there. And, um... He comes over and he pulls back his hood and you see he has these tiny little, like, deer-style horns um, coming from the sides of his head. And he has this whitish hair. Um, and he, like, starts to heal these uh, these children. Uh, but as soon as he does and they kind of, like, come around, you see them immediately shackled by the guardians. Or you can do it here, that works too. <laughs> They're not the ones who stole from me. As you point out, they put, like, shackles on your hands as well. And everybody else. Don't much care for metal. That's too bad. Less you would. The one that stole from me was a, a little rat child. He was wearing a pot on his head. <laughs> she just kind of, like, rolls her eyes and she's like, we'll get the questions. Okay, but he took my horn. It's very important to me. Uh. This is unfair. Quiet. Otherwise, I'll have Titan here jail you. Oh, you don't want that. Titan is fierce. Okay. <laughs> um. So, within this world, uh, summoners have the ability to summon these creatures um, and do their bidding basically based off of um, their training. But each summon is a little bit different um, based on how the person perceives the summon. So this particular one, uh, this particular titan, if you will, um, it looks like a very well-built uh, uh, individual with this um, short white hair. Um, and you see he looks more humanoid than the one that you had seen your father summon before. My father's Titan had a flower crown. I made it for him. That's nice. Thank you. What's your name? I'm still shackled. I'm just being very polite. 
And she just kind of rolls her eyes and says, uh, she whistles down a couple of cards and she says, everybody, in the cards for questioning. What are we being questioned about? Did you do something wrong? Probably. Oh dear. Including you, Inspector. Oh. Okay. Um, Asher, they take the sword off of you, and, uh, since it is a weapon, yeah. um, and they say, uh, it's been confiscated until after questioning. Um, I would probably tell them it's for the, uh, Grand Maester. Grand Maester. Uh, she has the letter. I what? That thing that the kid stole. The kid stole something? You th- what? You found on the kid. I found something on the kid? Yeah. Did I? She? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> she, she forgot already. No. It's a, a scroll. A scroll you found. Oh! Oh goodness, with the beautiful hair bow! This one? Yeah. And I would, like, in shackles, like, motion of the guy, like, read that. <laughs> uh, he takes it, um, and you see that it's just the letter that your mother had given oh, you. Oh, I thought it was, like, the instructions. No. Oh, that one is gone, as you were like, oh, maybe it's with, oh, shit. Uh. Is that the right letter? Yeah. Maybe I stole one. Maybe I got another letter from the kid. I start, like, with the shackles, like, digging in my pockets. Oh, no, that's just rations. Stop reaching. Are you hungry? Good, thank you, though. Okay. You're beautiful. You have a lovely face. Has anyone ever told you that? I don't think now is the time. All six of you get put into, <laughs> into a cart and, and wheeled to uh, Goodbye, Mr. Chocobo. Oh no, there are two chocobos now. <gasps> now there's part. two chocobos! Are they yellow or are they different colors? Uh, the guardians actually have uh, white chocobos. Oh. And they have uh, very special writings and, and trims. I tried to pat one on the way into the. You're at the back of the car. Aww. I go up to the front of the cart and <laughs> try You can't reach them from here. I want to pat the chocobo. We'll go. Okay. I'll find him. You see uh, now as one of the kids, like, nuts one of the the guardians, like, kicks uh, one of the guardians (coughs) right in the crotch and, like, starts to try to uh, run off into the distance. And uh, you see the woman with the white hair, like, whistle again. And the uh, Aggie that she had summoned, like, Floats towards the kid and with its hand outstretched goes like this. And you see this wall of earth mold up around him uh, and encapsulate him. In, I, with my hands chained, I. <laughs> I just love to watch them work. <laughs> wow, uh, insane. <laughs> literally starts to roll back towards uh, her, like, it forms itself into a ball and starts to, like, roll, and then it, like, dumps the kid out in front of uh, the woman with the white hair, and she, like, grabs the kid by the scruff of the neck and throws him into a different cart. Street kids. (laughs) I think that you did that to the child, and we've gotten arrested now. Deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) So... You guys are um, all in the same cart, all six of you, um, and you are now being uh, wheeled off, we shall say, uh, to the um, 
closer to the sun gates entrance. I look at Becky. I just love staring. I have no social social graces. I'm staring at Becky. I don't say anything for a long time. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hello. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you, gorgeous. Oh, are you naive or are you just ironic? What? <laughs> I can't hear you. Like, this is Travis speaking. What did you say? What? What? Am I naive? Oh. Uh, oh my god. You're so cute. I love you. Ugh. I think I think we're best friends now. Oh. Oh, well, I've only ever had one friend. Two oh, friends. Yeah. Two friends now. Three friends. Well. Oh, be careful who you cast your lot with. Well. I've been arrested with all of you, so we are all the same lot now. Uh, yeah, why are we arrested again? Uh, I think Fennadin punched a child. I did not attack children. I convinced them to stop. I'm confused why we're being arrested as well. They stole from us. Well, they stole from me. I don't really... I really appreciate all of you helping, but... They stole from me as well. Oh. Did they steal from... You? No. Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? Also, is I was in the area. This is standard procedure. What's with the <laughs> the mask? <laughs> the mask. <laughs> mask. I don't know. I just always had it. Is that your face? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! I feel so rude. Is that your face? <laughs> it's. Are you. I. You don't travel much, do you? I'm traveling now. Uh-huh. First time, okay. I mean, really, if you think about it, it's been at least three or four times because we've been traveling for a number of days. Don't think that's how that works. Why wouldn't it be? Every day you is a new day. You were going to the same location? And every day is a new day of travel. And days. I change new locations every day. There are no woods here. There were woods before. Were you always going here? I believe so. I think that counts as one then. Oh. Well, Sorry. Are you from this city? Are you both from this city? I am, yeah. Are there yes. bears here? My I friend would like to wrestle a bear. Important question. She has a snake. I don't think that she's wrestled that, but she would like to wrestle a bear. I did wrestle stuff. That one? Yeah. Check it by his tail. Gotta whip that thing. That's how you kill them. No, that's how you take them. Oh. What have we. What have, what I've been doing it all wrong. I usually sing to them. Technically, I've been doing it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So While everyone's no, talking, I want to try and just like, uh, undo the shackles. Just, I have thieves tools, apparently. Oh. Yeah, go ahead and make me slide a hand check. <laughs> is there people in the cart with us? Is are, like is all of us? In, is like a paddy wagon? Natural all, twenty for a twenty-two. <laughs> um, like, so yeah, I mean, there's there's two guards sitting on. That's on, a natural twenty. And tonight. there there so, are guards on chocobos like behind. But they can like, they can see. There's a guy guards watching us. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are they taking us? Do you know? 
So yeah, you managed to unshackle yourself very right I toss him back to the guardian. <laughs> Sitting in front? Yeah. Which are whichever one that'd be the closest one. Yeah. Yeah. You toss him up to the guardian, the guardian looks back and is like Thanks, I don't need these. I'm coming with willingly. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Where are we going? No one's answered me. Where are we going? I hope it's the church. I need to go there anyway. And you look everybody that's from the city, uh well the two of you. You like look to the west and see the church spires and then like you look like at her and you guys are traveling southeast and you're like yeah. Yeah, that's not where we're going. That's that's, that's back there. Yeah, I just like gesture. <laughs> oh, um are we where are we going? They're taking us in for questioning. They explained that when they rounded us up. Well, yes, but lots of places are in. The church has an inside. That house over there has an inside. I'm not sure what this is for, so I can't really tell you exactly where. Oh. Well, you I'm assuming the... it's because you attempted to murder two children today. Well, it was just you. Upon it arriving us. in the city... I admit it. You're not used to large crowds, are you? <laughs> no. I can hear a lot of things and I don't like it. It's very loud here. Mm. It's very loud. Well, this is a bummer. I'm Becky, and um, who are you, Gorgeous? <gasps> oh, I'm Elspeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to meet you. And how about you, big, tall, and handsome over there? I look at uh, Eric's character. Oh, um, I'm, I'm Asher. Nice to meet you, Becky. And what about you, pointy face? <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen your real face, have we? No. no. <gasps> How do you? This is a. This is the weirdest day for me. I've never. It's actually nice having people who don't know who I am. Uh, the only name I know is Marquise. Oh. Okay. Mister Marquise, are you cool. important in this town? Is that why everyone knows who you are? Uh, well, a lot of people have taken a liking to my investigations. What do you investigate? Death. She would have given me two very easy cases today. Are they dead? Did you kill them? No, I made sure she did not kill them. Oh, good. You're welcome. What about you? I look at Matt, Matt's character. Uh, uh, as I look kind of around at all of you, and then I look at Becky for a little bit longer. Um, um, I'm, I'm Milos um, Novak. Um, I, and I kind of like half wave with my giant closet. I'm sure the shackles are like cutting off circulation because they're so big. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, they have a pair for you. They, they um, have a pair of size. Oh, cool. Um, so they're not like cutting off circulation. Cool. Um, but like I half wave. Um, do I have my quarter staff like just like no, no, they're okay. taking your weapons. Okay, cool. okay. Um, but uh, half wave. Uh, yeah, I. And nice to meet you, Ellie. Right, I I caught that somewhere. It's Elspeth. Oh, Ellie does work. My father called me Ellie. It's a beautiful name. Um, but uh, I. Did you happen to see a, another role like like the one you yes. found? I did. Um, um, the child who stole my horn. He also had a scroll and a little blue. Um, I think they're called materia. Oh. Um, 
And something else. You need a horn. Besides my horn. Is that it? Horn, materia, scroll. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Well, that's, that scroll is very important to me. Um, I, I, I need to find that kid, whoever he is, but... Well, I gave his description to the authorities, so I'm sure they'll catch him at any moment. Sure. I'm sure they will. She's new here, isn't she? Very condescendingly uh, shake my head and look at the rest of the not. She does not notice. Nope, nope. Um, I look look at Din and say, what's that little fella you got there? Yeah. They don't have him shackled or anything. Yeah, he's just, no. just folding around, still staying. Yeah, he's just yeah. kind of like he, I imagine he like hangs out in your leathers, like sure. when he doesn't want to fly around. So I imagine you just keep poking his head out, hissing at them all. Yeah, like, fuck you guys. <laughs> this, uh, this is Dirk. Oh, he's not friendly. Oh. I think Dirk oh. is incredibly friendly. We've bonded. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Oh, animals like me. Animals like me! (laughs) Well, uh, Dirk is quite adorable. I wouldn't call him adorable, but yeah. I love him. (laughs) I think he needs a little hat. I think so, too. Dirk hisses. (laughs) 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 Do you know of any hat shops for animals in town? I do believe there's the, the littlest pet shop over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect! Oh, oh, we're going to prison. <laughs> I've never been to prison. Marquis, you know you're not going to prison. You're just going to a questioning area. I hope they don't keep us long. I am on a very important mission. Oh, I think you'll be there for a very long time. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. You're only going in for questioning. Oh. Just answer their questions. Do they Ruth have lunch? Police? I haven't ate yet. What? What? You're asking if they have lunch? Yeah, we haven't ate yet. It's not... That This isn't... I, how do you handle law in wherever you're from? Oh, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what that means. It just works. <laughs> Sounds like they serve lunch. Apparently. There aren't many crimes in the forest. Well, that sounds lovely. Well, that's not true. It's hard to find criminals in the forest. So are you are you admitting to be to being a criminal? Is that I don't think you should no, be open about no, that. I'm just kind telling you what I what you I mean you should tell the truth, but you shouldn't just I, outright say, Oh yes, I No, but no, I do I'm the not, breaking of I've laws. never killed anyone in my life. I just, I'm just There are more things stating, than murder than I'm, that are crimes. She looks really concerned. Like, you, <laughs> she's looking at you. You're giving her a panic attack. She's looking really concerned. You see her thinking really hard about things, and she's like, Oh, no. What oh, have you no. done since you've been here? Oh, nothing. Other than try to find the circus. Uh, by the way, was that in town? Do you know? Um, I don't think they're in town anymore, though. It was uh, a few circus. weeks ago. I'm saying there's no bears yet. Yeah? There's no there's no point in me being here. <laughs> Why are you here? I do think there's a bear bar, though. Right? Right? Around the corner from the little pet shop. It's called the Cubby Hole. Oh, <laughs> shit. There are bears there? Cannon. <laughs> there are bears at a place called the Cubby Hole. We should, we should go. Next place. Yes. After can you direct us there? That's around the corner. When we get out, we can okay, find Okay, perfect. It. Perfect. 
<laughs> so it's very uh, dark in there, though. I don't know why it's so dark. Oh, that's all right. I can I can make lights. Sets the mood. I don't know if they want that. Oh we'll yes, you're right. Bears are Not, very nocturnal. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's true. They like the nightlife. They like to go be. So you guys are <laughs> pulled into um, a barracks-looking area um, through a, a small gate, and you're all told to dismount and um, taken inside, and you're all put in the same. It's not a cell. It's it's a table with chairs. You're not. They they take the the shackles off of you immediately. Thank you. Sure. You very soft hands. Right. <laughs> she gave you a compliment. Compliment her back. Uh, <laughs> I like you. My eyes, guys. Like your ears. I like your ears. Thank you. I blew them myself. Everyone is complimenting my ears today. I might need to show this a while. Like your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. I always thought they grew too big too. I'm just like a little bit. But it's a couple minutes uh, before the the woman with the white hair comes in and sits the uh, far side of the table, and she just kind of like rubs her brow a little bit as she sits down, and she says, "I know a good herbal remedy for headaches." Um, the um. What looked like a, a small, like, teenage boy um, that you had seen in the horns, uh, he comes in and um, he starts casting a spell. Um, you can see he's not hiding it. Uh, and the woman says, now, we just need the truth, please. Why were you assaulting the children in the streets? That's fine. <laughs> Well, you see, we were traveling, and we were on our way to the church. Well, really, we weren't going to the church. I wanted to go to the, what's it, what's it called? The far plane first. And then we met this amazing, I talk about the, the I give her the whole story. And <laughs> she turns towards you, Marquise, and she's like, why were they assaulting children in the streets? And then they took my summoner horn, and I needed to get it back. I was going to ask them politely, but then my friend, well, she's a little bit, a little bit more aggressive than me, and she just like decked him in the face. <laughs> but he wasn't the one who had my horn. And then I politely picked another one up and took what was in his pocket, which also was not my horn. I sat him down and pat him on the head and sent him on his way, of course. But that didn't belong to me either. I gave it back to its rightful owner. Like I said, the little rat child with the pot on his head. I think he's the, he also had a materia and a really official-looking document with a fancy, like, I described the seal. Um, and Milos, you immediately recognize that she describes the seal. Does it, did it look like this? And I'm going to try and do, like, minor image to make it look like the scroll and, like, the seal and everything. That's exactly it, yes. But he got away. I don't know why you hit the other child. I told you which child was the right one, and then you went and punched the other kid. Did you? Yeah. Okay, he's there. Listen, while you're in my city, <clears throat> unless you're in the fighting pits, don't punch anyone. Especially not children. That's unfair. Do you want to go to the fighting pits? Maybe they have yeah. bears. Do they have bears? I don't 
equals no. The man of bears, the fighting bear. And she just kind of like rolls her eyes, and uh, then she looks at the two of you, and she says, "And please, for the love of the faith, keep your spells to yourself while you're in town." Oh, oh, I lost them. Oh, oh, there they are. Oh, we just oh lost they, they, yeah, no, they just were. They what? didn't have their. They were must have been muted. We lost you for a second. Oh, okay. I just said okay. Um, and she looks at the rest of you and says, we will try to get everything back. You know the boy and his small game, so you are welcome to stay here, and we will serve your refreshments here momentarily. Ooh, this is... I look at, I look at you! <laughs> they do have food. Okay, you, you looked up. It's, time. <laughs> it's just very important that I get my home back. You're a summoner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, I don't recognize you. I'm not from here. I came from the forest. Why didn't you use your summon to catch the boys? Just told her not to use magic. I don't condone violence. Fair enough. Um, and she says, we will try to have you to the church in no time. That's where you should go. That's where I was going when I got robbed. Well, actually, it's the second stop, but, you know. Um, and she, um, kind of whistles at the door, and they, they bring in all of your guys' weapons and equipment again. Um, when the sword is laid in front of you, you see that one of your materials is missing. Was it blue? Well, yeah, was it, would I recognize that it's that one? That's a really nice sword. Thanks, my, my dad made this. And she stands up, and, um, she says, just wait here, it's... Sure, we can find your items again. I just pick up a finger sandwich and then pull the meat out of it and then start eating <laughs> it. <laughs> I give the meat they, like, to Dirk. <laughs> they don't serve you sandwiches so much as they serve you like stew. Oh, I pick all of the beef chunk out of the stew. Sure, it, it's beef. We'll and I just, <laughs> all the meat chunk, I just, and then I put it on a little napkin for Dirk. Dirk very hungrily snaps up the pieces. Damn, we are in restaurants. So that is really the end of this episode. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs>